0: Hello, and welcome to Falmouth Vineyard's audio podcast. We're really grateful that you're joining us today. Our vision is to see Cornwall coming alive through the hope and freedom that Jesus brings. To find out more about who we are or how to connect with us, visit falmouthvineyard.org. We'd love to hear from you. Hello, good morning, everybody. It's great to see you guys, um, as Nathan said, my name's Andy um, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about worship today, um, which I'm very excited about. Um, it's really nice to see, you. I noticed some students, obviously you guys are back from um, Easter break, which is great, and still quite a few new faces around, so that's, it's really lovely to see you guys and uh, it's just great to be here, isn't it? It's great to, um, to gather. and. uh Apologies, because um, uh, you you know you've probably been thrown a little bit this morning. Starting with notices, having a break, and you guys are like, "Oh, I thought we did it," you know, worship, and then we do. And what's going on? So I hold my hands up there. That's my fault. Um, So apologies if you like order and structure, and this has just messed (laughs) things up a bit this morning. But um, but you know, we um, we've been looking at a series on rhythms. Over the last, however many months, few months, number of months, um, we've been looking at all sorts of different rhythms that lead to to life in Jesus, and um, and so we were talking about uh, you know what what themes could we look at, and um, and I was like oh, we should talk about worship. Let's let's do it. Let's let's um, let's cover worship and. Um, and I and I felt like just thinking about it in the week. I was like, oh, it might be might be quite nice to actually let's have a chat about worship. Let's talk about it, and then let's do it. Let's have a let's have a practical. Let's let's talk about the theory, and then let's do it because I think doing it the other way round perhaps wouldn't quite feel right. So um, so that's what we're going to do. So I'm just going to share some thoughts. Um, hopefully, it won't be, you'll be able to kind of. Follow me as I uh, as I go through. I was just like reflecting and praying this week, and I was just writing down. I was like, "Oh, we should chat about this. We should talk about this." So um, I don't know. It's probably not like perfectly a perfectly formed talk. I don't have three points today, so <laughs> sorry about that. Um, I don't. I, I was like, "Oh, how do I like frame these these um, these like points?" I was like, "I know, I can't really. I don't know what the wording is." So I do, we just won't have specific points we'll just kind of go through it um so um yeah you you if you know much about me and my kind of past you'll um you'll po- probably have picked up that um worship is one of my favorite topics um i love talking about it um and uh, and i wonder if someone said to you like oh Tell me about what you're passionate about. Like, what, what is it that you love to do? What do you spend your time doing? Um, do you have, like, a favourite hobby? Um, just tell me, you know, about, about yourself. And I wonder what you might choose. I, I, so I know, more, you know, a lot of people in the room have different passions. Um, there are, I was just thinking through, I was like, I know there's some gardeners in the room. Some of you, like, are super passionate. That is what you love to do. You love to talk about. Um, I'm sure we've got some amazing chefs in the room people who just love to cook that when they're in the kitchen they're just in their happy place just making meals and stuff that's what they love to do um there are definitely some surfers um in the room surfers in particular love to talk about surfing and there's a lot of lingo that i haven't quite because we're not quite new to cornwall so when you talk about like the wind direction and stuff i'm like oh yeah okay so if it's a Like a southerly, like, does that mean, is it blowing from the south or is it blowing from the north and going Like, I I don't know. Um, Anyway, so I need to definitely get up. To speed with that, um, so yeah, surfing, um, and also I should mention, Bob. Bar- the, there's some very keen barbecuers as well in the room. I'm proud to say that I have um, I've joined that. This it's funny. There's this, a, a a chosen barbecue that quite a few people. <laughs> Seem to have, uh, which is the Kadak. I, do, I don't know the official name of it, but it's like a, a technically it's a camping barbecue, but it's really practical because you can take it down the beach, you can take it, you know, you can use it at home. You can so we I've had lots of barbecue conversations, like trying to you know get get in with um with that side of things. So yeah, definitely some passionate barbecuers. Um, I'm sure there's loads and loads of things that you guys are are passionate about, and so you know, one of uh, obviously we're all passionate about the Lord as well, aren't we? And and I think um, for me, when when I was um, when when we're talking about this, me talking about worship, I was like, yes, that is something that I love to talk about. It's one of my favourite subjects, and I think. I don't. I don't imply for one minute that I know everything there is to know about worship. I'm definitely on a on a journey, um, as we all are. But if there's if there's kind of one theme that I've spent a lot of my life exploring, um, it would be this one. It would be talk, It would be thinking about worship. And um, just to give you a little bit more background and context, as part of my role here at this church, I oversee the worship side of things. Um, which is ama- which is great, and along you know with a, with an amazing team um, of, uh, of of guys, we uh, we sort of yeah um, uh, lead lead worship, and um, and I, myself, I've been leading worship in churches around the nation um, for over two decades, which makes me feel really old. Uh, I say like every time like you know when people ask me, oh how long have you been leading worship? I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, that is a long time. Like, gosh, where did all that time go? I don't know. Um, But, you know, I love gathering together in worship. I love it when the church comes and gathers, and um, particularly, like, singing songs. um, I love the feel of it. I love, like, these amazing songs that have been written by, you know, songwriters um, using incredible language in order to express our hearts um, to the Lord, and I love seeing what God does in us and through us as we worship. It's, it's amazing. Um, and um, I just wonder if we could take just a moment just to, like, just to reflect um, and think about maybe what you have seen personally um, God do as you've worshipped him, maybe in the midst of worship. Perhaps he's revealed something new to you, Within worship, Maybe he's spoken into your life in some way. Um, perhaps you've seen him do uh, some healing. Maybe he's healed you emotionally or physically. Maybe you've seen him heal others in the midst of worship. It's just amazing to see God move within worship. So just let's just take a minute just to have a little think what you have seen God do in the midst of worship. you're so kind to us, Lord. Yeah, we love you, Jesus. Oh, Amen. Um, now, of course, like, we, we all know that worship is so much more than singing, isn't it? And there's there are loads of different ways that we can worship. And Unfortunately, we've kind of due to a lack of time, we can't go through every single one of them this morning. So I'm going to hone in a little bit more on, this, on the sung corporate side of worship. But there are many, many different ways that we can worship. It's, it's, it's something we do with all of our being, isn't it? Um, and, um, and so whilst there are so many different ways, you, we all know that the key vehicle that we use to worship when we gather together corporately is through music and song. Um, and I don't know whether you've um, whether you've ever kind of stopped to think about um, why you know why that is that we do spend so much time within a service, um, think uh, uh, singing um, to the Lord in worship. I'm just trying to find my next page. Hang on a second. There we go. Um, yeah, because we set, we spend quite a big chunk of time in worship, don't we? Within our services, it's it's nearly half you know half the, the service we spend doing it. Um, it's a big chunk of time. And so throughout the Bible, throughout Scripture, we find um, there are many, many different examples of sung worship, why we do it and, and also how to do it. Um, you might be familiar with in the Old Testament, there are um, there are around 10 different Hebrew words for praise and worship. So, um, so in, in English, we just, we simply have um, praise the Lord is written. Just praise the Lord, that, and, and that's that's the phrase. Where, whereas in the Hebrew, um, there there are all sorts of, of different words um, around that that theme of praise the Lord. So um, so one being halal, which um, which you know we might be familiar with seeing on a on a on a takeout um, or, or or whatever. But um, but halal actually um, kind of in in the Hebrew um, in scripture it means. Uh, to celebrate extravagantly, to celebrate extravagantly. I love that. Um, there's another one, and I won't go through them all. But another one is touda. Um Sorry if you you have uh, you know about Hebrew and pronunciations and stuff. I don't know whether I'm saying it right. <laughs> but um, Tauda, which is to raise hands in adoration. So um, you guys, you might be wondering, oh. Um, yeah, so like I've, I've been to church and everyone's raising their hands. That's, that's like a really modern thing, isn't it? To worship with our hands in the air. There must be like a really new church. Um, well, actually, like it's, it's a traditional church. If, the, if you see people raising their hands in worship, it's traditional because people have been doing it for thousands of years. And it's, it's in the Old Testament. So it's not a new thing. Um, and then also another one, which is Barak, which means to kneel and bless the Lord. Again, another expression of worship. And there's, there's many more. I'd encourage you to, to go away and, and find out about all these, these different expressions of worship. Um, also, the Psalms. I just love the Psalms. I spoke about the Psalms um, when I spoke on prayer the other week, and I just love delving into them. And um, and in the Psalms, we find passages such as in, in, in Psalm 27, Michael, might um, It says, at his table will I sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. And then another in Psalm 28, it says, praise the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. Slightly different to this translation, but, um, but you get the idea. And also in Psalm 95, that's the, if you're talking on worship, you can't really talk on worship without mentioning Psalm 95 because it's, um, it's, it's an amazing passage, all on worship. And it says, let us come before the Lord with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. And then moving through into the New Testament, um, the most commonly used word for worship is proskuneo, uh, which means to come towards to kiss, which is um, as if a, like a subject comes to a king and kisses the hand of the king in, res, in reverence and awe. And it's another beautiful uh, it kind of word and, and um, thought around worship and so many different expressions of worship. Um, now, Just uh, cast your mind back to, you know, 2020, 2021, um, when it was against the law to sing in church. Isn't that just crazy? I mean, sometimes I I think about it, I'm like, did that really happen? Like, we weren't allowed to sing in our church services, you know? I remember turning up to church and having a, you know, wearing a mask and then being like, and the the worship started. And when we first um, sort of got back into the room, I remember inside of me, I was like, oh, I've got to sing. I've got it. Like, And I was like, don't sing, don't sing. But every, I was like, I really want to kind of get it. So it. Was, it was tough. And I don't know how you guys found it when um, when we, we, we were turning up to services and we couldn't sing. I wonder what it was like for you. I don't know whether you found it a struggle um, uh, and, and not being able to do that. But for me, yeah, it was really hard. Um, and it was something that we would never have expected to happen in our lifetime. Not being able to do that but it did Um, but now hopefully I I nearly I nearly put but now we're out of that season but then I was like oh maybe like maybe I should be a bit careful there Um, (laughs) but hopefully Lord please um, we're through that season and and certainly now we can come together and we can sing again which is amazing Um, The pastor and author, A.W. Tozer, said that worship is the missing jewel of the church. Worship is the missing jewel of the church. And it's like if if you've lost a precious jewel, you've lost it, and then it's like, I have to find it. I've got to do everything I possibly can to find this jewel because it is so precious. And that's what worship is. It's so precious. And Almost like in the pandemic, we had this precious jewel. It was taken. A, I know, obviously, the worship could still happen, but that sung corporate worship that was taken away from us, um, and we weren't able to do it. Um, but yeah, thank, thank the Lord, we're able to now, which is um, which is amazing. And of course, we know that God doesn't need our worship. God is God, isn't He? He's God regardless. But he is blessed by our worship, and he loves seeing hearts drawing closer to him. And um, so just to tell you a little story, the other week, um, me and my family, my, th- my three kids and my wife, we went to uh, the biggest football match in the FA calendar. Um, yeah, when I say FA calendar, what I mean is the Cornwall FA calendar. So... Slightly different. I don't know if anyone was else there, uh, any, anyone else was there. It, it was Easter Monday, just gone. Um, we headed off. We loaded up the car over to uh, the big city, big town of St. Austell uh, for the big game. It's the Adult Senior County Cup final. Yes. And uh, I wonder if you can guess who was in it. Falmouth Town were in it. Not St. Austell. No, it was at their ground. Uh, Falmouth Town, well done, Falmouth, and also Wendron. It was w- uh, against Wendron United. Uh, Wendron United. Now, do not joke, because Wendron. Um, actually, it was the biggest game for Wendron. It's the biggest game in their their history as a club. So the club actually meets over towards Helston, and my son plays Wendron. So, actually, we were going. Sorry, you guys, because I know we're in technically we're at Falmouth Vineyard over this side. However, we were going as Wendron supporters. Yes, we were proud to be Wendland supporters, and we uh, we we turned up. We found somewhere to park. We walked in to um, uh, not quite a stadium, a, a, <laughs> a ground, uh, and so it was one of those that you kind of stand around the edge of the pitch, and you're kind of n- slightly nervous because the ball could at any point come <laughs> in your direction. So, like, I was holding, I was with the kids. I was like, ah, if they like, if they slightly miss it, the wall, we could be in trouble. Anyway. Um, so we, uh, we turned up there, we got into the ground, and it was like, oh, wow, there is so many people, there were drums, there were banners, there were flags, like, everyone was having an awesome time. This was before it even started. People were, well, like, really excited about it. Um, and, but it was mostly um, black and yellow colours, which actually are Falmouth town. So I was like, oh, well, we're obviously, like, entered here, and um, maybe Wendron, like, if we just... We'll, we'll find the Wendron supporters. So we were like walking around, oh, Falmouth, Falmouth, like, oh, Falmouth. <laughs> um, where, where are they? Like, so we were like, we started walking around the pitch. They've got to be somewhere. And then like just this tiny little group of people in the corner of the, like the far side Went like with the Wendron kits on, um, supporting Wendron. So we had, to, we had to shout pretty loudly actually because, um, Falmouth were absolutely going for it. Um, they, they even had a giant Pikachu, <laughs> so I was like, Well, we can't contend with that because, um, you know, a giant Pikachu. <laughs> um, and so, but it, you know what, it was a great atmosphere. Um, it, was, it was fantastic, and it was great to, to kind of be there and, and watch it. And, and then as, as the, the, um, uh, the match started, everyone was having a you know, great time, and everyone was cheering and shouting and singing and, and making lots of noise. Um, congratulations to Falmouth, because you did win 1-0. <laughs> uh, w- only 1-0, though, uh, which is, you know, I was, I was proud of Wedron, They did well, um, just, uh, just letting in one goal. Um, and, but, and at that moment... Falmouth guys, they were partying. They jumped into the. Uh, they had a like. Also had an overflow tent just for Falmouth uh, town <laughs> supporters. But they were having a wonder... I was like, what? What would have happened if they didn't? Anyway, well, they didn't. So, um, but yeah, big party atmosphere. Anyway, slightly, slightly going off tangent. Um, but my point is um, that if that is happening within a, a football. Ground And we're seeing these people getting so passionate, they cannot help but shout and cry and, like, you know, go for it. Then how much more should it be that in church, you know, we are passionate? How passionate are we about the Lord and about our faith in Jesus? So if we're seeing that in the football ground, let's see it in the church, you know? Let's really, let's go for it in worship because if God is our everything, he is worthy... Of our worship with our whole lives. Um, another Psalm 100 um, passage in Psalm 100 it says, um, "Let's enter His gates with thanksgiving, His courts with praise," which I love. Um, and and we also um, find in, in James 4:8 it says, "Come near to God, and He will and He will come near to you." And and it's in the midst of worship as we give ourselves to the Lord, as we sing His praise. In his kindness, in his mercy, he comes. And we see his presence come near to us. And, and worship is our highest calling here in the vineyard movement. It, it doesn't take too long to be around, to realize how important it is to us as a movement. And we want to make it our priority. Um, it's the foundation of who we are as a church. Um, vineyard worship actually started... Um, in its very, very early days as just a bunch of burnt out Christians just coming before the Lord. They just met in in homes and they were just singing. It was out in in California. They were meeting in living rooms and they were singing simple love songs to Jesus. Um, They realized that actually, you know, there were already loads of songs that were written about God. There were some incredible hymns full of you know, amazing language. But, but what they sensed was, actually, we want to just sing, we want to sing right to Jesus. We want to tell him how much we love him. We want to say, you are lovely, Lord. You are worthy. And, um, and and that's and that's what they did. And something just amazing started to happen. And something was birthed within worship, just from that, that small group of believers doing that. And I love it when we can sing songs that help us connect with Jesus. And just last week, Joff, if you were here, Joff led um, a lovely song, which is uh, by, by a guy called Dave, who's, um, who's, who's part of the vineyard um, in the UK, and he, uh, he, he sang the song, Be Exalted, um, and the first line um, goes, would you take the little in my hands and use it for your glory? It's not much, but everything I have, use it for your glory is it amazing to be able to sing those words and say, Lord, I just have a little, but would you take it? Would you do what you want with it? And songs, as we sing songs, enable um, us to express what's on our hearts and, and also to invite the Holy Spirit to do his work in us, which is, which is amazing. And I know, um, you know, we've spoken then and we've looked at various passages about what worship is. Um, and what worship can be and, and why we do it, but there's also a, there's some sobering thoughts on worship in Scripture as well. It's it's not all like oh let, you know praise the Lord let's let's go, but um, there's also some quite challenging moments as well. Um, if you if you look there's, there's various passages on on worship that that really do oh they um, they, they challenge they yeah, they challenge us. One that. Um, that I've, I've, I've found has, over the years, has, I, I've kept reminding myself of is, I think it will come up, it's Matthew 15, um, verse 8. And it says, um, in my... Oh, well, I can read it. Um, Yeah, the, these people honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And then it says, they worship me in vain, their teaching are merely human rules. And this is, in this moment, um, uh, Jesus is, um, is, is mentioned both in the Gospel of uh, Matthew and in Mark as well. And, and Jesus is quoting from Isaiah um, when, he, when he shares these words. And it's really challenging, isn't it? Those, those words of, these people honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teaching are but, are but rules taught by men. And really, really challenging words. And... Sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes I find it a little too easy to actually sing. You know, we've got some amazing songs out there, but actually to sing these words. And um, and they're so profound. But sometimes I don't necessarily really engage um, in what I'm singing. It's just easy sometimes um, to kind of let the words just, you know, um, I just go through the motions and just sing, sing the words without really... Um, thinking about what you know what what is it that that I'm singing and um, like like I was thinking of words like I worship you I give my life to you and we can sing that can't we, we can say Lord I give my life to you but then you know we leave church and then you know the kids Perhaps start arguing in the car, and then like everyone's hungry, and, and then like one thing leads to another, and um, or, or we can go to work on a, on a Monday morning, and actually we face situations, and we don't actually we don't pray about them. We try and control things, uh, just in our own strength, and um, and so I, I guess for me it's it's I find it a, a challenge just to remember that worship. I do we need to. It also means um, me putting things into action as well. And so singing these words and actually be like, Lord, this is what I, I want to do. I, wanna, I, I mean these words, um, and I'm going to change, um, you know, because of what I'm singing, because of my faith and trust in you. Um, I've also had seasons in my life where it's easy to make worship into something um, that it's not as well, so we can get caught up. Um, you know, us as worship leaders, we talk so much about worship, and then um, it's quite easy, again, to get kind of slightly off track with things because there's a lot a lot to it. And thinking about, you know, it, the production of it and how it sounds. Um, it's so easy also to come away from a time of worship and kind of start critiquing it. Um, we can come away and think, oh, well, I really like that song. But, oh, that song, yeah, I don't really like that one. Um, and, uh, and we can talk about what we do like and what we don't like. I've done it before. And... Um, but, do you know, as I was writing this talk, I was like, oh, but we need to keep remembering worship is not for us. And, and I, I was like, and, and I do find often, like, the Lord reminds me of that. When I get down this kind of rabbit hole and it's like, oh, hang on, Andy. Like, what, what is the heart of worship? Like, who's it for? Um, John Wimber said, who founded the vineyard, he, he said, um, we're not meant to get anything out of worship. We're supposed to give Something out of worship. It's not for us, it's for him, which I love. We're not meant to get anything out of worship, we're supposed to give something out of worship. It's not for us, it's for him. Um, he also uh, gave an analogy um, of his granddaughter. He tells a story of um, his granddaughter who was having a birthday party and her older sister was kind of in the house and noticed that um, there were presents for the younger sister. There were cards all over the house. Um, there was uh, a prize for the younger sister, a cake. And she started, like, stamping around the room or uh, around the house. It's like, this isn't fair. Like, why don't I get anything? And, um, and the mum had to pull her aside and say, it's, actually, it's not about you. It's not, it's not your birthday. It's your sister's birthday, not yours. Which is, I think, I just found that really challenging, just remembering that. Um, and and it's about us growing closer to Jesus and to worship worship Him, and it's not for us; it's for Him. So, rather than um, perhaps like critiquing worship, we should be asking ourselves the question, like, or, or asking asking the Lord, Lord, does the worship, does this worship please You? Is it blessing You, Lord? Um, and also, you know, there are times. On a Sunday or um, in the week, when you know, worship is sometimes a choice that we have to make. Sometimes it's not easy to do it. Um, when you feel like I don't know, when I feel tired, um, if I've not had a coffee yet, or you know, it's like oh, I need I need a coffee before I can I can get into this. Um, uh, or again, like just something in life has been has been going on. It's like oh, I don't I don't really feel like worshiping today. Um, However, during these moments, we need to make the choice again to worship God. And we need to remember it's a sacrificial act to worship God in the midst of of what's going on in our lives. And I'm going to sort of bring things into land very shortly. And um, and then we're going to go into some worship. Um, There's, I don't know, has anyone read this book, The Reset? Um, it's really, really good. And I think for... Um, it's by Jeremy Riddle. And for those that, um, like, are worship leaders involved in worship or if you're just interested to kind of read something on worship, I found it incredibly challenging. Um, he wrote it not long ago. And it's and it's quite short as well, which is very nice because uh, it doesn't take long to get through. But in it, um, so he says this... Um, Worship is not an industry, it's not a platform, it's not about worship leaders, worship projects, new songs, new artists, new movements or new brands. Worship is not a trade, it's not a career path or a professional line of work we get to do. Worship is the sound of a covenantal people. A people betrothed to Jesus. It is the sound of their love, adoration, and zealous devotion to the only one found worthy. And I've, I just find that really, really helpful um, to kind of name some of those things that, well, this is what worship isn't. And, and as, as, like, as humans, we, we, we're so used to that kind of celebrity culture. And we're so used to having, you know, music, listening to, um, to we have music like on, on our thin, fingertips, don't we? And, and we can have like the shuffle mode on and it's like, oh, well, you know, you can, you can have a secular song and then jump into a worship song and then back into something else. And, um, and, it, and it can become like we're just consuming something, whereas just those, those reminders of this is what worship isn't. But then, but then I love that he ends on, well, what worship, this is what worship is. God's people pouring out their love for Jesus. Um, And as I've kind of said, you know, before, but um, today, but it's, although worship is for God and it's for his glory, it's all for him, in his kindness and his mercy, we do see things happen in worship, which is just God being so good to us. Um, and His presence does come, and just reflecting on a um, couple of couple of moments in Scripture where um, where things happen in worship, um, and we and, and then we'll shortly we'll lead into a time of worship. I don't know whether the guys actually want to sort of start getting ready to um, to lead us. That would be that would be great. Um, so there's a passage in um, in Joshua uh, when the people are shouting and they are. Involved in an act of worship. They're marching round the walls of Jericho. Um, and they find that um, as they do that. They get their instruments out. They get their trumpets out. And, um, and they're shouting before the Lord. And the walls of Jericho come crashing down. In the midst of worship. Something happens when we worship. And also one of my favourite passages. Um, on worship in Acts. Um, there's a story of Paul and Silas, and um, as they're praying and worshipping, they are in prison. And as they, as they pray and as they worship, the prison gates fling open. And that's it. Like they don't, they're not trying to escape. They're not forcing anything. It's like, we're just going to sing. We're just going to pray. And that's what God does. He unlocks the gates. Um, God inhabits the praise of his people, and it's incredible what he does when we worship. Um, we've been holding monthly, um, as, as Nate said, we've, we've been doing these monthly nights of worship at Emmanuel Baptist church. And, um, and although, you know, it's a, it's a really nice thing to do and stuff. It's like, well, th- there's, there's more of a reason. We want to be a people of worship. We want to be a people of prayer. We want to be a people of praise and, and, and passionately coming before the Lord and giving him thanks and giving him glory. And, and, um, But but in the midst of that, you know, we have seen some really amazing things happen. I've led um, a a few of those. The other month, I was leading worship, and I just saw someone just breaking down and weeping. Like, they're they're just... And I was like, oh, we're only on, like, the second song. And and something is happening there. And watching that, it's like, wow, Lord, like, this is not about me. It's not about what we're doing. It's not about the song. It's like... God, what do you want to do? And we're in the midst of uh, us giving you the, the glory, and, and it's amazing to see that. And we also had a healing just happen as well as we as we were praising the Lord. Someone just came to, to the end and was like, "Oh, just so you know, like I was healed just in that moment." Which is again, thank you, Lord, that we we see that. Um, so just the those are a couple of moments in Scripture. Super. You know, inspiring. And wouldn't it be great if we see more of that happen in our worship? Lord, let it happen. Do you know? Like, and I think it's us just being expectant again. I think it, it's not us just turning up and be like, right, let's just sing a song and let's get through this and we'll move on to the next. But it's like, okay, Lord, we're going to worship. Come and do what you want to do. We're expectant. We can't wait for your kingdom to break out. And that is, I guess, a bit of a heart for this morning. Let's just press in. And, and um, as, we, as we give our worship, let us hold nothing back. Let us give, let's give God our everything in worship. Let's pursue Jesus in worship afresh. And just one more quote from Tozer. He he's also said, we must never rest until everything inside, inside us worships God. We must never rest until everything inside us worships God. So let's, let's do it. Let's live a life of worship, giving God glory for all he's done. And let's be expectant for what he might want to do. And it doesn't, it doesn't end. It's not just about today. You know, we're, we're talking about worship today. But let's, let's enter into this season, this new season of seeing What God wants to do in the midst of worship, making him the priority, putting him first, giving him our whole lives and seeing his kingdom breaking out both in this church and in the area and in Falmouth and in our region and in the county and in the nation. And let's just, yeah, let's just really press in. So, cool. Pray. Yeah. Let's stand. Yeah, if you, go, you guys. If you want to start playing, and then I'll um, I'll just pray. Yeah, God, thank you for this time that we've had just to unpack a little bit of what worship is, and we, of course, there's so much that we can um, we can talk about on worship. But but, Lord, let us put you at the centre again. Let us remember that it's, it's not about us. It's about you. It's for you. It's to you. We want to pour out our worship to you. We love you and we are so thankful that we get to call you saviour and friend and our God. Bless you, Lord bless your name. And as we draw near to you in worship, thank you that you will draw near to us. We thank you for that. Come, Holy Spirit.